0: way of giving furosemide to the critically ill, fragile, dyspneic, congestive heart failure patient. Is it worth putting in an IV catheter just to give furosemide IV? Short answer, no. Does it matter what route you give it? In today's Vet Girl podcast, we review different routes of administration of the commonly used diuretic furosemide. To review, furosemide is a potent loop diuretic used for the treatment of congestive heart failure that causes increased urine production via inhibition of sodium, potassium, chloride, and water reabsorption in the thick ascending loop of Henle within the kidney. Furosemide is also highly protein-bound, more than 95%, which affects the amount of free drug available in plasma for delivery to the renal tubules. In veterinary medicine, furosemide is most commonly administered via oral, PO, intravenous, IV, intramuscular, IM, or by constant rate infusion, CRI. The oral route carries the shortest onset of action, albeit of longer duration, and weakest overall action due to the low bioavailability via this method. The intravenous route is rapid in onset, but has a short duration, which can be overcome or sustained via CRI. This is due to the rapid metabolism and excretion. So, Can we use it subcutaneously also for ease of administration? Will it still be effective? Harada and all out of Japan wanted to evaluate the safety and diuretic effect of subcutaneous furosemide administration in the study Comparison of the Diuretic Effect of Furosemide by Different Methods of Administration in Healthy Dogs. They wanted to evaluate sub-Q administration versus the more common methods of administration in healthy dogs to see if it's effective. In this prospective randomized crossover design study, they enrolled seven healthy dogs. All dogs received subQ, IV, PO, and a CRI of furosemide, with a two week washout period between each method of administration. When dosing, the sub injections were performed over the dorsum of the patient. The oral dose was a single dose, while the CRI dosing was two mg per kg over eight hours, Each patient had a CBC, total protein, BUN, creatinine, and renin level measured at time zero, one, two, four, six, and eight hours. Hourly urine output was also measured during this study. Overall, the authors found that the onset of action and hourly urine output for subcutaneous furosemide administration was similar to IV administration over the initial two hours. The duration of furosemide's action was slightly longer, 2 hours, with sub-Q injection versus the intravenous route. The oral route, 4 hours, and CRI route, 8 hours, indicated longer duration of increased hourly urine output. Overall, the total urine output of the CRI group was greater as compared to other methods. The plasma renin activity was increased in all groups. This study aimed to investigate the benefits or effects of subcutaneous furosemide administration in dogs, which has not specifically been investigated to the author's knowledge. The use of sub-Q furosemide administration has resurfaced in humans due to settings where IV use is not practical or feasible due to lack of IV access, and intramuscular use is challenging due to lack of muscle mass or discomfort with administration. So what did this study find? This study confirmed previous data on the rapid onset but short duration of action of IV furosemide in dogs, which has a peak hourly urine output increase within one hour with rapid return to baseline, as well as sustained duration of action with the CRI. Plasma renin activity, which increases in response to diuresis and blood volume reduction, increased in all groups, with greatest increase in the CRI group. Subcutaneous administration depends on the absorption of adipose tissue into local capillary beds. The slower absorption through adipose tissue, as compared to IV, likely accounts for the more sustained effect. However, onset of action in hourly urine output for subcutaneous administration was similar to that of the IV method of administration for a single dose. So, what can we take away from the Spec Girl podcast? Administration of sub-Q provided similar onset of action and urine output to the intravenous route, but with a slightly longer duration of action. Subcutaneous injection provides a safe and effective alternative method of administration of furosemide versus intramuscular injection that may reduce patient pain, morbidity, or may be more feasible in cachectic patients where intravenous access isn't present. Important to note that this study was performed in healthy dogs Thus, whether the findings would be equivalent in patients suffering from congestive heart failure, renal disease, dehydration, hypertension, or severe cocaxia remains to be seen.